This is Jess Explores. I'm Jess and I work in Mare, the SFI Research Center for Energy, Climate and Marine. Join me today on a new episode of Jess Explores. So I believe that most scientists actually are artists. If you think about it, crazy hair, intense eyes, and typically talk about one topic on end. Yes, we're all there. Every scientist could talk hours, months, years about one topic and not take a breath. But what connects scientists and artists is this love for the work, this ability to spend hours on end trying to mold these ideas into words that are put into a piece of paper or into a piece of work and then taking it out into the world for the world to see. In this process, very critical of the work that we put out, we're critical of every single word that we write, we're critical of our work against the backdrop of other people's work and to make sure that we don't contradict ourselves and that we're not contradicting or if that we're not contradicting mainstream ideas unless we have proof why contradicting mainstream makes sense we also have to face a lot of criticism from our own peers just as much as from complete strangers it's almost like somebody came to a play and wrote the worst critique about that play and the main actor and the dancing and the singing and all of that. But for scientists, well, this is our daily life. This interaction is part of what we do on a daily basis. We put out our work and in a way, we're requesting for other people to provide that feedback for us so that we then can turn around, change and add and improve our own work so that hopefully the next time we put it out, somebody else will either agree with us or if they disagree, they disagree in a way where we can then argue why we did what we did and why we decided to go that way. So being a scientist really requires a lot of creative problem solution skills. It requires us to find ways with both dealing with criticism, but also dealing with our own way of thinking. And I think that's why scientists are and have been always at this cusp of I'm not sure why they are so fascinating. Like, I believe that many scientists are just like artists. We have muses, we have ideas, we have all of these creative ways of understanding a problem. And all we want to do is put it out and add it to the libraries of the world and add it to 
improving human issues and I mean it really depends on what we're looking at on my own if I think about my own work what I want to do with my research is to ensure that however we develop as a society that it's done in a way where we can be healthy and happy and in a good place for generations to come and that includes us as humans as well as the environment and animals and the air and the ocean and everything and I know it sounds very utopian like oh all she wants is a happy life and you know just all of these beautiful things but I understand that for us for in order for us to get there I need to find creative solutions. Even though I can see the end, I know that we're very much at the beginning. And for us to get from A to B, there is a million ways to get there. And that is the beauty of, of any scientist, really. It's this ability to finding solutions, finding ways of dealing with issues. And it doesn't mean that we got it right. If anything, most of the time we got it wrong, but we tried it anyways. We tried a new solution and we tried to add to that existing knowledge and we tried to put a little of us into it so that we then can put it out into the world for others to see for others to critique and maybe even if we know or if we learn through time that what we thought was right five years ago is actually wrong, we still add it to the overall human existence and experience. And I actually think that's quite beautiful because in a way, adding to adding to what we have right now is all that we can really do. But as scientists and as artists, we also have to accept that sometimes there are boundaries. And it may be human boundaries. They may also be boundaries that are there for a reason. Like, you know, there may be knowledge boundaries or whatever have you. And sometimes it's really hard to accept that. You know, like you want to paint the sky in a million colors, but you only get one blue. That's quite tough. But there is always beauty in that. So in that spirit, I'm going to read you one of my favorite poems by Erich Fried. And to this day, his words just, they get me and I get them. I hope you enjoy. It is madness, says reason. It is what it is, says love. It is unhappiness, says caution. It is nothing but pain, says fear. It has no future, says insight. It is what it is, says love. 
It is ridiculous, says pride. It is foolish, says caution. It is impossible, says experience. It is what it is, says love. If you want to engage with me on social media, follow me on Twitter at Jess underscore explores or follow me on Instagram at Jess underscore explores underscore podcast.